Welcome to Today on Broadway for Thursday, June 8th, 2023. I'm Broadway Radio's Matt Tamanini. And I'm arts and culture writer Ashley Steves. Ashley, uh, I hear like it's the end of the world in New York right now. Is it's that a, it's accurate? It's slightly apocalyptic. It's a little orange, though it's it's transitioned to yellow now. As I told you before we started recording, I no longer have to have the lights on in my apartment, which is a plus. Because before it looked like 7.30 to 8 o'clock at night. It's a bit weird um, if I wasn't already a smoker, I feel like I'd be more worried for my own personal health and also just, you know, my d- life decisions up to this point anyway. So I'm going to survive, but I don't like this. I have no, to say. No, certainly not. It's not great. I mean, no, we get, you know, down here around hurricanes, the sky changes a little, you know, different color, but obviously we understand what that is. That's normal. It's, yeah, you know, it's sure. the, the rain and stuff. What you all are going through up uh, up in the the northeast, not just New York, but you know the entire northeast, smoke. like it's smoke. Canada. That is terrifying. And uh, yeah, uh, Mark Shaman already got to that and did oh. a whole new parody video, which I am not going to be recommending. So. Good. <laughs> Um, and again, yes, everybody in California, we know you deal with this all the time, but it still sucks no matter what side of the country it's on. But so. also genuinely, because there was like one point on Wednesday that I popped into Twitter just to see how the world was reacting, or at least how New York was reacting. And there's been a lot of good tips from people who live on the West Coast that are just used to this all the time. So, I mean, that's yeah. very helpful. As much as there's the, well, we deal with this all the time, there's also probably more helpers which love to see yeah um we're going to talk about this a little bit more at the top of the show uh, in just a second but before we get into that i wanted to remind you all that you can hear all of our episodes over at patreon.com slash broadway radio broadway.com slash patreon before they come out anywhere else and depending on you know your listening schedule i had an episode drop uh late ish on tuesday in which i spoke with diane phelan who is currently playing cinderella in the national tour of into the woods i talked to her at like three o'clock on tuesday episode went out on the various feeds uh, at like five and then eight o'clock then i went and saw into the woods at eight o'clock at the dr phillips center of the performing arts and she was out she didn't tell me she was going to be out i don't know if she knew that she was going to be out but (laughs) you're right um uh ellie fishman who is one of the understudies she took over she was tremendous and i you you know this was the fourth time i've seen this production you're not going to be surprised to hear me tell you that it was incredible and i will be going back and sitting in the very front row on Saturday evening's performance. So this is your second uh, time in the front row, too. No, did you true. see it yeah. on Broadway in front row well, too? It was technically so. It was it was over on the the left side of the orchestra. It was technically row B, but there was nobody ah. in front of me. It was like one of those so, things yeah. where like row A had fewer seats, and so I was like right up against there. So yeah, it, it is my front row, second time in the front row. So love that. Very I love it. My brother and I are sitting in row. Yeah, uh, the last time was uh, on the left side. This uh, is actually going to be uh, on the right side aisle in the center orchestra. So very much. Gotta see it again. Stuck in the middle. Stuck in the middle. Yep. Yep. All right. Well, let's get into the news. And unfortunately, we are getting back to this wildfire that is coming down from Quebec and invading most of the Northeast. It was reported from first on social media and then across multiple uh, different trade publications that Jody Comer had to stop the performance of Prima Facie on Broadway about 10 minutes in because she couldn't breathe. And if you've seen this performance in, yeah. in the show, it is a nonstop 
you know, high intensity. She has to have incredible breath control to do this show. And she just right. wasn't able to do it. They stopped the show. Um, there was a pause. And when the show resumed, her understudy, Danny Arlington, took over in the role of Tessa. There has not been any confirmation as to what is going to happen with the evening performance. Um, but it's bad. And, and, you know, in these old Broadway theaters, despite the fact mm-hmm. that they might have been supposed to be getting the the HEPA yeah. uh, ventilation, ventilation systems yeah. following COVID, uh, it still gets in. And I was talking to a friend, uh, uh, Alan Henry, who has m- multiple HEPA uh, filters in their home, and it's still getting in. So this oh, is yeah. no surprise that in a show like this, where it's a one-person show, it is a frenetic pace, nonstop talking and moving and, and pushing things around that it is a very difficult show to do. So, yeah. uh, sending the best to not only Jody, but everybody having to go to work, whether it's on Broadway or anywhere, but Ugh, just having to go God, to work and deal imagine. with this and leave their homes, um, really, really sending out the best there. There's a group of people who are not going to work today, or at least not outside, because the public theater officially canceled its final rehearsal for uh, its upcoming Shakespeare in the Park production of Hamlet. It was supposed to be an outdoor rehearsal, the final rehearsal. They canceled that, meaning that Thursday's first scheduled performance may happen, may not happen. Potentially. Uh, Yeah, we don't know at this point. The spokesperson for the public said, quote, the public is closely monitoring the air quality situation and taking appropriate actions to ensure the health and safety of its staff, artists, and audiences. Tomorrow's first first performance will be determined as the situation evolves. If you think it's really bad doing a show inside uh, uh, like (laughs) Prima Facie, think about doing, doing Hamlet outside uh so no, we don't know this is obviously a situation that is going to develop over the uh next couple of days who knows how long you might know better than i do what the timetable is that they are expecting yeah, the air quality currently to be bad. our alert that's on whether the air quality is until 4 p.m on thursday it was about an hour and a half ago until midnight on friday so it's shortened a little bit however the air quality has gotten much worse it was i think around 150 um which is dangerous for most groups and now it's at 314 which is hazardous so nobody should actually be outside apparently um is where where we're at so of, of course it makes sense that they've canceled that i've seen that you know some New York City, like the Yankees, they're probably about to cancel um, their games tonight. It's just if you have the option, which should only be the only option to stay indoors, you should be staying indoors. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Well, let's get into some news. We did have quite a bit of interesting stuff come out on Wednesday. First, something that actually you and I had been talking about and, and Grace on our group chat. Uh, we finally found out who was going to be hosting the Tony Awards pre-show yeah. on Sunday. Just the Tony time. Awards colon act one. And it will be for the second year in a row, Julianne Huff. And last year she was joined by Darren Chris. This year she will be joined by Skylar Aston. Of course, it helps that Skylar Aston is currently starring on So Help Me Todd, which airs on the CBS network, uh, which is owned by Paramount and oversees all of the Tony stuff. It'll begin on Pluto TV on its celebrity channel. This is the free streaming service owned by Paramount Global. It'll start there at 6.30 p.m. What is interesting about all of these press releases is that it is mm. saying that there will be content 
happening. There will be things Ooh, going on. I love but they're not content. really saying they're not really saying what is going to be happening. At, at one point, you know, we had talked about being awards being presented on the pre-show. There being performances. Right. That still could happen, but because of the WGA strike and there not being any writers officially scripting the show, it would make sense to me if they decided that they were going to just do all the awards during the CBS portion of the broadcast that starts at 8 p.m. We just don't yeah. know what is going to happen at this point. So what Julianne and Skylar are doing, who knows? Uh, it'll be something because <laughs> they're the still Tonys doing it. What the are doing, who knows? I think that's kind of the thing right now. And it's understandable to an extent of how much we've all been kept in the dark because I'm sure they're kind of uh, – you know, going as things change, if they are changing at all at this point, which they're not. Sure. Um, but yeah, no one knows what's happening and maybe not even them. So that's fun. <sighs> Always something. Always um, in something. other news, though, I've, I've got some news and then I'm going to make a prediction. Okay. The news, first off, is we got the latest round of casting for the upcoming Broadway bound tour and then Broadway production of The Wiz. This, yes. of course, is going to be directed by Shelley Williams. And I think, Ashley, you and Grace must have talked about the first round of casting. Yeah, I think uh, so. Last week or something. Someday. Uh, we yeah. got, yeah. The show is going to start its national tour in Baltimore on September 26th. In the role of The Wiz, the title character will be Alan Mingo Jr., who has previously played Lola in Kinky Boots. Mm -hmm. um, Mingo is going to be doing most of the tour, but is going to be stepping out of the role of The Wiz in San Francisco and Los Angeles and will be replaced in those roles or in, in those runs by Grammy and Emmy Award winner Wayne Brady. Ooh, yeah. Wayne Brady will then take the role to Broadway, where it will open in spring of 2024. No theater or dates have yet been announced. I am going to go out on a limb. This time next year, give or take a few days, mm -hmm. uh, I think Wayne Brady will be an Oscar away from an EGOT. Very I, possible. I, yeah, absolutely. Wayne Brady in his in his theater turns both in Kinky Boots, where he also played Lola, and in Hamilton, mm -hmm. has been highly praised for his performance. And he's just somebody that everybody likes, whether either, you know, fans and audience members, but also people that work with him. I've had friends who have yeah, worked with him and just absolutely. raved about him. So there's going to be a ton of people in the, I'm guessing, featured actor in a musical role. I didn't check what Andre was classified for uh, in the original production, but I'm guessing it's, it's featured, but if that's the case, like I, there, there could be other people in there, maybe someone from, uh, Lempika, whoever does that show or, you know, whatever. But I just feel like Wayne Brady is somebody who is going to come in here and steal a show and, and probably steal an award every so. time. Yeah. A hundred percent. I think you and I just talked about fairly recently about how much we love him and that he needs Regularly. to be on. Yeah. yeah, of course, but needs to be on Broadway more often. And what a gift to get an announcement that, yeah, he's going to be back on Broadway. I think you're right. Uh, he, he will certainly be nominated. There, I feel like there's totally. no question about that unless this production is somehow a mess, which it won't yeah. be. Um, no. But yeah, I'd love to see it. I will say, though, despite the Grammy, despite the Emmy, despite a potential Tony Award, the greatest accolade on Wayne Brady's shelf is the fact that he was the winner of season two, I believe, of The Masked Singer. Of course. So, Who could forget? 
I mean, it is the greatest accomplishment that anybody could ever possibly have. Certainly. So, yeah. Put that, so. you, what, what, uh, part of the acronym would that go in? Cause you have the EGOT, the PGOT. Where would the mass singer fit into that? That would be Masigot. <laughs> Masigot. Yeah. Naturally. Yeah. Yeah. I did check because Andre wasn't nominated for a Tony for He wasn't the Wiz. nominated, right. Um, but Ted Ross played the line and D.D. Bridgewater who played Glinda. They both won their Tonys and they were right. both featured. So it has to be comparable as a featured role for the Wiz. So yeah, that would like, put if, Wayne there. Yeah, because there's no way that the Wiz is a bigger part than Dorothy. No, no, uh, no. God, no. Yeah, so... Um, That's where they yeah, so stick him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh uh, well, Dee Dee, no, Dee Dee. I'm sorry. Stephanie Mills wasn't nominated. Dee Dee Bridgewater was. Dee Dee Bridgewater um, and Ted Ross, and they both won. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. I, um, Dee Dee Bridgewater was Glinda. So, uh, yeah. you know, the only thing, obviously, obviously, Wayne is going to be above the title, so they would have to petition him down. But I, I just, from That's my true. recollections of the Wiz, like it's not a big enough part to beat the lead, even if it is the title character. So, but nobody beats the Wiz. No. <laughs> Nobody puts nobody puts Wayne Brady in the corner either. Yeah, that's that's the phrase. It is. Uh, all right, in some other show and casting news, one of my favorite people to ever talk to in the theater community, both on mic and in person, uh, Alexandra Silber, has been uh, cast in the New York New York New New York Theater Workshop production of the Half God of Rainfall that'll begin performances in mid July. It is a new play by Inua Elams and directed by uh, Taby Maker. The show will run from July 13th through August 20th. I'm going to be in town during that, so I think uh-huh. I'm going to have to use my I'm going to have have to use my NYTW credit from their canceled Three Sisters production to uh, check uh, this one out. Right. <laughs> um, Al will be joining uh, Jason Bowen, Mr. Fitzgerald, Patrice Johnson, Chavanes, uh, Michael Lawrence, uh, and Lazan Mitchell, as well as Jennifer. For Mogbach. So in this show, um, Demi is the half Nigerian mortal, half Greek god, and they are angry and rain clouds gather because of it. When he cries, rivers burst their banks. And the first time he takes a shot on a basketball court, the deities of the land wake up. So this sounds Sweet. very much like something right up the New York Theater Workshop's path. Absolutely. Looking forward to that. In other Al Silber news, yesterday we finally got the uh, additional casting announcement for the upcoming uh, concert version of Nine that you and I talked about previously that mm-hmm. Santino Fontana is going to be leading. Joining uh, Santino in it will be Clea Blackhurst, Lily Cooper, Christine Ebersol, Jessica Fontana, Santino's wife, uh, Julia Murney, Al Silber, Emily Skinner, Elizabeth Stanley, and Vanessa Williams. Jessica Vosk was announced to be part of it. She's in the press release, but she said on social media that she's not going to be able to make it back from rehearsals for chess in, in St. Louis ah, at the Muni. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. she's not going to be able to do it. Um, this will be taking place on a very, very very important day, Monday, June 26th at 8 Heard p.m. Yeah. at Merkin Hall at uh, Coffin Music Center. I'm, of course, talking about for all of the pride purposes why that is an yeah, important day. Yeah, my nothing anniversary. Else, uh, nothing else. Your anniversary. Happening. Yeah, nothing else going on yeah, at yeah. all that day. Um, so I won't be there, but I hope people who do uh, love it because I love that show and would love to see these people doing it. 
All right, real quick, let's run through last week's Broadway grosses. It was a down week overall, dropping just under $2 million or 6% in the total grosses to come in at $31,144,237. Attendance was down a, a similar 5% to $263,096. Bucks. Average ticket price, $118.38. The top grossing show was The Lion King, the only show north of $2 million at $2,235,473. Hamilton was in second at 1.9, followed by Wicked at 1.87. Sweeney Todd, again, seven performances at 1.85, and MJ was in fifth at $1.5 million. The rest of the shows north of seven figures in descending order are Aladdin, Funny Girl, Cursed Child, Moulin Rouge, and Juliet, and Parade. Down at the other end of the scale, unfortunately, was the Thanksgiving play, Grey House. Now, Greyhouse has never done super well, but remember last week and, and the week before they were dealing with Tatiana Meslani being out and all of the comps for, for opening. So that yeah. did dip $80,000, um, which is in the, you know, it was not the biggest dip of the week, but it's, it's fairly big. So, but keep in mind that that might be one reason why. Um, next was Fat Ham. And despite the fact that Bad Cinderella closed last week and got a, about a $33,000 bump, it still only came in at $384,000, which would explain why it closed so quickly Mm -hmm. one of the reasons yeah yeah well i mean it's the only one that really matters because they're not closing a show no matter what the popular opinion (laughs) is if it's making money so um see not many shows yeah not not many shows did super well in terms of the week-to-week averages but uh hopefully that'll turn around post post tonys so we will see what happens all right, well, let's get into some uh, feel-good recommendations. I have two. The first is the official press release and trailer for the Max original documentary, Taylor Max 24 Decade History of oh, Popular Music. Oh, yeah. It will be debuting on June 27th, the day after the most important day in the world, uh, on uh, the streaming service Max. We have the uh, the trailer in, in the press release. It'll be making its official debut in the world at the 2023 Tribeca Film Festival, but uh, will be available to stream on June 27th. And then the final thing that I have here is coming to us from Barrington Stage Company. It is a rehearsal kind of uh, medley of things that they cut up from a rehearsal of their upcoming production of Cabaret, which will begin performances mm-hmm. next Wednesday. It'll be June 14th through July 8th. It stars Krista Rodriguez as Sally Bowles, Nick Alexander as the MC, Alicia Umphris as Fraulein Cost. Fraulein Cost and Alicia Umphris do not appear in this video, but we got lots of Krista who as I have said many, many times, is one of my favorites uh, in Correct. all of, of theater. She is tremendous. And uh, so this brought me a lot of joy. So check this out in the show notes. If you are in the neck of the woods of the Barrington Barely. Stage Company. It doesn't run what? long enough. July 8th. It's unfair. I don't have time. <laughs> I, I want to see it's it tough. so badly. And I actually like saved the poster on my phone the other day as a reminder of like, maybe this can happen because it's not that long of a train ride, but a lot of things have to line up for that to happen. And ugh, I don't know, but I do want to see it. Yeah, how long of a train ride is it? Because I think I've heard it before, like, you have to get there, but then, like, it's not, like, the train doesn't take you to the theater. Am I thinking that correctly? 
the train is, I think, like a 15-minute walk away, really, which is okay. totally fine. Um, I don't it's know how like a five-hour train, I think. Maybe, yeah, maybe four, four and a half, something like that. But, I, yeah. you know, it goes by quickly. I just, yeah. mm, eh, someone fund me to go to Cabaret. <laughs> Otherwise, I can't see it, and I really want to. Yeah. You can fund me going well, to London to see it too while you're at it. I think that one's coming over eventually. So well, yeah, uh, of course. But I, I, I want it now. I want to see Mason uh, Alexander Park. Yeah, I want it now, Daddy. Exactly. Anyway, that's all that we have for today. Thanks for listening to today on Broadway. <laughs> Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Broadway Radio. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at BWW Matt. Ashley, where can people find you? You can find me on Instagram at No. This is Ashley. All right, everybody, have a wonderful Thursday. We will not, unless something major happens, which the way things are going very well might, we will not have a regular Today on Broadway episode on Friday. Instead, we will have a very special episode in which Ashley, myself, and the one and only Robbie Rizell go through our predictions for every category for the Tony Awards. That'll be in the place of a traditional episode. If there is any major breaking... Yeah, it's a long episode. It's over an hour long. So thick and beefy predictions. Yes. It's my memoir. Yeah. Um, (laughs) If there is any breaking news, we will add that in. But, uh, uh, you know, who knows what there could be on a Thursday before the Tonys. But we will have that in the feed for you, just like a normal episode. But it won't be a normal episode. It'll be a supersized episode for you. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Have a wonderful Thursday. And we will be back in a different forum to talk to you tomorrow. Bye.